0: Here is my reality reflection for today. I will correct you by drawing them up before your eyes. That's God speaking in the Psalms today. And if you're out there and you are well aware of your sins, or if you're struggling with temptations or whatever is on your Lenten sacrificial love offering to God, Know that that is God. Maybe you're struggling with your faith. Maybe you're questioning your faith. Maybe you're questioning everything, (laughs) which you should be, by the way. But God truly brings up our sins. He raises them before our eyes so that we know what we're doing wrong all along the journey. I just shared my story, my confession story, and today is the second day tonight, I should say, and thank you for your prayers. I do believe there were some Holy Spirit moments, but tonight I'm going to be talking about how God led me to the true teachings of the Catholic Church, which I did not want to believe. I certainly didn't want to change my life, but he raised those in front of my eyes and then I had that mirror moment and it was a legitimate literal mirror moment where I walked into my bathroom the biggest mirror in the house leaned over the sink and got really close and I said to myself what are you going to do Because when I realized not only what the teachings were in the faith, but why they are the way they are, I was pretty overwhelmed. Because I needed to change everything. What I believed, what I said, what I thought. And if you don't think that I get tested every day, you got another thing coming. That is what the road is about. Because the closer you want to get to God, the closer you want to let go and give him your fears and your anxieties and worries and to trust that he has a plan. And the times when we are in those valleys or we are scared or mad at someone or unforgiving are the times where we're supposed to challenge ourselves and know that God is raising that sin to our eyes so that we can address it with him, not by ourselves. With him, giving it to him. And that's the humility that we have to practice every day. I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm a little angry, I'm a little upset. I'm sure you all have stocks out there. (laughs) We're watching as we're retiring one particular stock and I can't let it ruin my day. I can't let it overcome my faith. I have to say, Lord, I trust. I know that the market's going to go crazy. I know that times are bizarre. It's probably going to get worse. But how do I let go to him And let him take it. I have to practice every day. And it's not just a one and done. This one's probably going to stick with me for a while where I will have to continue to deliver the spirits of fear, deliver the spirits of worry, pray for my husband and I to both have some calmness and peace and patience, and then find that peace right now in him. You might be feeling that same way with the world right now. God, when is it going to end? When are things going to turn around? Where are you? But remember, every time we do not have a spirit of the Holy Spirit, which is love and kindness and peace and joy, generosity, and I don't know them all by heart, but those are what God wants us to feel and God wants us to project Outside of ourselves, but truly feel it within our hearts, and we can get that every day, but we have to deliver the spirits, so I want to share I've got a listener follower slash friend on Facebook, and he sent me a note a couple of days ago and said, "Hey, can you send me the deliverance prayer because I really get challenged in Lent, and I know many of you get challenged in Lent. I'm being challenged in Lent, and it has nothing to do with my sacrificial offering. But it is a challenge of my faith. I could swirl into despair. I could be totally ticked off, and yet at the same time, there's nothing I can do to change what's happening right now. Except for giving it to God, pulling out that humble card and saying, Lord, I am giving this to you. And I'm going to pray prayers of oppression because I don't know if you guys know this, but we can be attacked in many ways. We could be attacked by spirits individually to us with obsessive thoughts and feelings that continue to keep us in this funk or this anger we could also be attacked by oppression. Like you can physically see things in your house, like pictures falling off the wall. I told you that I had my shoulders pushed in two times during the night when I was going through the deliverance book Unbound. They can also oppress your finances, your investments, your relationships through other people, it may not be through you could be through the other person in your relationships. They're stirring up emotions and memories in them, which then make them hostile or not projecting the fruits of the Holy Spirit through their actions and words and deeds, right? And thoughts. I don't know if you heard that. That was a little (laughs) purple. Sorry. (sighs) A little levity in the, in the intense conversation here. But that's really the deal. So God raises up the things that we need to work, work on right in front of our eyes. And so many times we're completely blind, completely blind about it. And that's why we're not, that's because we are not paying attention. We are not looking at Why am I feeling like this? What is going on? We're not looking for the spirits that might be attacking us. We're not taking our ourselves, our mind, our body, our soul, our spirit, and giving it to God and casting out the crud. So I sent the deliverance prayer over to this guy. He said he prayed it. And immediately had a full sense of peace. So it was amazing. And I said, just imagine if you did that every single time. And that is the walk. That's the spiritual battle. It's that simple. We're going to have stuff happen in our lives. And it's how do we react to it? We can only control how we react to the situation. We can let it ruin us. We can let it chip at us day by day. Or we can let it go to God day by day and allow Him to help us fight and bring in His peace so that, just like the Bible says, we have peace and calmness throughout any circumstance that doesn't get disturbed. We have to pay attention. You've got to spend time in silence, reflecting. Spend time in prayer. Remember, I'm praying to fight, but I'm also not praying to change God. I'm praying for God's will. And God allows us to go through this stuff Because he wants to smack us upside the head and say, hello, I'm the one that's here. I'm the one that's going to get you through this. When are you going to learn? And I always say, I'm a slow learner. (laughs) It's funny. There was a woman that used to work with me on my website and my books and all that kind of stuff. And she would say that all the time because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so stupid, And she's like, you're not stupid, you're just a slow learner, and I am. But I learn, and I would rather learn slowly and learn right and apply it in my life than to learn quickly and not even, like, think about it, right? I know that may not make sense, but I'm happy that I had to learn slowly because I had to struggle. And I finally got to, like, the end of my rope where I was like, Lord, I can't do this without you. I don't know what to do. And that is where humility comes into play. And we all know humility is the basis of all virtues and it's the basis of a relationship with God. We're filled with pride when we try to fix things on our own or we choose not to bring God into it because then we are trying to fix it on our own. He's just waiting there waiting for you to learn, slowly but surely, just like me. And I share this personal piece with you as I do lots of times on this podcast, because I don't want any of you to think that I don't have the same struggles, because I do. Maybe not the exact same struggles that you are having, but the The big struggle we all have is to let it go, give it to God, let him fill us with that peace, and then be the difference to the people around us. Help to love and support and give that peace to them, even though it comes from God. But I always say, look, I've got to give this to God. I know it may or may not make sense to my husband. I'm not sure. But I have to because I could, you know, swirl into a, a world of pain. <laughs> Here I go crying. There's another guy who says, you keep crying on your podcast. Stop it. <laughs> In so many words. I know that's not what he said. And I know that's not what you mean if you're listening to this. But I do get emotional because it is it is life, Right? And life is not always easy. Contrary to a lot of people who think, well, you find God, life is perfect. No, life isn't. But it's a heck of a lot easier if you can let it go, give it to God, and then watch day by day. That's the key. And that's what I have to rest back on because that was how my husband and I looked at everything before We were tired when we were looking at land and all that kind of stuff. And we didn't know, is this really what God wants us to do? So we took it day by day. And there was such beauty, such peace in that. And he, my husband, was the one a lot of the time that would say, hey, let's just take it day by day, you know, because I am one that jumps into the future really fast And there's no more unknown than what's going on right now. I don't want to think about the future. (laughs) I pray that it's going to turn around. So, God will bring it up before your eyes. The problem is are you watching? Are you paying attention? If you're going through feelings that are not peace, love, generosity, kindness, temperance, hello, that's when I need to get out there, self-control. I battled that this past weekend with some friends, and it has been weighing on me. And that's because God's bringing it up before my eyes. And if I don't pay attention to that, then it still is there. That I am taking to confession. I overdid it in so many ways this weekend. And on Monday, I spent a little time in adoration before Mass. And I said, Lord, do you need me to go to confession for this? And I got an overwhelming whoosh. So yeah, I'm going to confession tomorrow. And I know that that's going to bring me some peace and calmness because it's not quite there right now. But yesterday, again, the readings, God is merciful. So he understands our humanity, our, our emotional feelings and whims that this world tells us we should fly by the seat of our emotions, right? Do whatever makes you happy. You know, blow up at someone. It's all about you. And when you realize what a wreck that is in your life, right? If you just say what you want to say in a moment of anger or you do something in a moment of lust or temptation... That's when you get into the life that I was in before God found me. And it's a circle and a circle. And it just, that circle, by the way, starts draining downward, like down the toilet kind of thing. So, maybe you can sit today and see what is God bringing up before your eyes that you may not be seeing. deliver those spirits. There are oppression prayers as well. And then of course, the last way that Satan really attacks you is possession. And I'm telling you, that's a very rare case. And that's something I can't help. (laughs) I can't help you with. You need to find some sort of exorcist priest out there because that's way over my head. But I I know I've been oppressed and I know I've been obsessively attacked by thoughts and feelings, obsessive thoughts and feelings. And that's why we fight the spiritual battle every day, because then our worldly life will be much better, easier, right? Jesus says, give me your burdens. I will lighten your load. Let me be the other oxen in your yoke. Let me take on the load. And it actually works. We just have to say it, do it, believe it, and then bring that peace in, right? Pray for the peace of God to come into our souls and experience what that Guy did when he prayed the deliverance prayers and then prayed for the Spirit to fill, up, fill him. I was like, thank God that you had that experience because that's how it works. What's the prayer you might be asking? I just got into your podcast. I have no idea what deliverance is. <laughs> Here it is. Grab a pen, write it down. And do me a favor, find the Father Ripperger Deliverance Prayers for Laity book. Now, it's not a book that you read from front to back. I need to explain this book because it's just prayers. So don't read it from front to back thinking it's a book. It's a resource that you need to figure out what prayers do I need in my life like in the back for for instance it's about praying yourself out of a cult kind of secret societies if you will so freemasonry there's there's also prayers about i think generational spirits and things like that these are deeper things that i don't believe apply to me but i certainly pray the prayers of oppression Prayers of protection over myself and my family. The St. Michael breastplate prayer, I pray for my husband. There are healing prayers. And then in the back of the book, you can see all of the different spirits that manifest themselves in our lives. I've told you about hiccups and sneezes and things like that. Why do they do that? I don't know. Seems kind of silly. But they just want to mess with your peace. I laugh because I I, I look forward to <laughs> praying deliverance prayers for hiccups and sneezes when my husband has those fits because I can see it in action. So can he. God brings and lifts them up before our eyes. So what are you trying to show me, Lord? Spend some time asking him that today, and he will put on your heart what it is. You probably already know what it is as we're talking about this. So now let's deliver those spirits that associate with those feelings, and then Ask the Lord to fill you with his spirit. So the prayer, the key, the key, the key, the key, the key. If you don't say in the name of Jesus Christ, it's not going to work like you think it is because it's not you that has the power. It's a Jesus who died on the cross, pouring his precious blood out for you and me That is sacrificial love. And evil knows that Jesus wins. So, back to the prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit of, I'll give you a few, anger, resentment, fear, anxiety, worry, And I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence. Part two. Why do we do part two? If you remember in the Bible when the Spirit left the person and then tried to find another place to live, Came back to the person and found that the soul was all clean and tidy and it was all dusted. And so that spirit went and brought seven other spirits in worse than the first. And that soul was way worse than when they first got rid of that one spirit. Why did that happen? Because that soul didn't fill itself with God, it was empty clean. And so the evil came back with seven more. We don't want that, right? But this is the part that a lot of people forget. Part number two. It's very simple. It's not, very, it's not much longer. Father, Almighty Father, in your Son's name, Jesus, please fill me with your blessings, your peace, your love, your kindness, your temperance, fill me with self-control, fill me with humility, fill me with purity. Kind of the opposite of what you just cast out, right? And pay attention. How does your body feel? What's going on? You may need to pray it three, four times, five times, That's the key. This isn't a one and done. You don't just wake up and say, Lord, keep all the demons away from me today. Thanks, buddy. And then you go on with your life because they come and attack you throughout the day. It's almost like if something is rocking your peace, then do something about it because you are in a spiritual battle. It's not the world. It's not the people in the world. It is powers and principalities. And the sooner we realize that, the easier it's going to be. And I got to remind you, you must say the prayers out loud. Thank God evil can't read our thoughts. But they do have access to our emotions and our memories and they'll stick our finger in our memory and our emotions and they'll stir it up big time. I remember last Lent, I was, I don't know, I wasn't thinking about anything. And out of the blue, I had the most horrific vision. And I, don't, I didn't know where it came from. I was freaked out about it. And I immediately delivered that spirit, because I knew, whoa, that wasn't me. There's no way I could have conjured up that memory of that thing that I saw. You can fill in the blanks, right? It could be pornography that you saw. It could be a uh, maybe a vision of a movie or some evil stuff that you saw. It could have been an an actual moment in your life of regret, maybe an affair or a lustful thing. When that comes, that's not you. And that's certainly not God. God's not going to put that stuff in your mind. And that's the torment. That's the attacking that happens. And a lot of us just, oh, wonder where that came from. I'll just go on with my life. Again, we've got to live with meaning and purpose and pay attention. It's hard because life is busy. But know that when God raises it to your eyes, it's on purpose. He's showing you what he needs you to work on. And we need to work on it with him. Alrighty, everyone, keep walking every day with God, giving him everything you have, finding that peace and allowing him in. You won't regret it. And fighting every single time those spirits come up, those feelings, if you will, Because it's usually the feeling that generates the the mind, right? Wait a minute. Why am I feeling this way? This isn't God's feeling, meaning it's not God's spirit. It's an evil spirit. Maybe in the beginning you have to just kind of go by the feelings that come up. Because feelings are fickle. They're fleeting. Think about it. You could be upset, angry, angry. Maybe happy, maybe sad, maybe tired. I mean, think about all the ways that you quote-unquote feel and your emotions are up and down, left and right. Can you imagine living by the seat of your feelings? You'd be a lunatic. That's why God is training us to keep those in check and to realize that those feelings come with spirits and memories in our past, and we must say those prayers out loud. I have said those prayers in Mass, under my breath. Spirits don't just stay outside the church. They're in there too. That's the place they don't want you to connect with God. they <laughs> That's the last place they want you, is at Mass, receiving Jesus Mind, body, soul, and spirit, that is one of the best protections we have. That's a sacrament. That's not a sacramental. Man, this is getting to a 30-minute podcast, but I'm going to tell you the difference between a sacrament and a sacramental. A sacrament has power in our life. A sacrament is baptism. It's holy orders, right? It's the vocation of the priest, which is not me. It is what Holy Communion, like confirmation where we become one with the church. We are initiated in the church, marriage, confession, anointing of the sick. I'm not sure if I have all these down, but these in the Eucharist, of course, these are I think I said the Eucharist already, because that was kind of where I was going. There's no better power than having Jesus in your body. Your mind, body, soul and spirit, His body, blood, soul and divinity. Man, last night I was talking about how God led me to those Eucharistic miracles during my second week of my journey. And I was shocked. I didn't know there was proof that this was blood and all these different stories, but God's so great. He knows it's the hardest thing in our faith to believe that this wafer turns into Jesus's body and this blood or wine turns into blood. So he gave us some proof. Sacramentals are things like a scapular, holy water, Holy salt, exercise salt, right? Holy oil. A blessed crucifix, a, bless, a rosary, or even a blessed one. Always bless your stuff, by the way. Especially if someone gives it to you. <laughs> you don't know what might be attached to that object. People can put curses and, and evil on it, so you just want to do yourself a favor and have it all blessed by a priest. Those help us. They help remind us, you know, yes, there is some power through the salts and the holy water. Uh, St. Teresa of Avila said, demons hate holy water. They flee. I've got holy water in my computer bag, on my windowsill in front of my sink. I've got it in my car. I have holy oil and salt. I eat it cook with it, right? Put it on my food. Try to keep it as intact as possible. You can cook with it, but I try to put it on top after the food's cooked. So there is a little bit more with those sacramentals. There are also promises that come with praying the rosary, with certain devotions, with the scapular. And why? Why is all that out there? Why does the church do all of this? Because we need it. We need to have confession. We need the Eucharist in us. And the more we take part in those sacraments and the more that we see God throughout our house in pictures and on crucifixes, we are reminded of how we should live life with God and give it to him. Sorry, this is such a long one, but this is what the journey is. And it's good to remind ourselves that when God brings our sins to our eyes and what we're struggling with, they may not be sins. It may be that you're like, I don't know what's going on. Why am I so angry? Why am I so scared? Why, why, what? Well, God's bringing that up to your eyes right now and maybe speaking through me to your heart. To say, this is what I want you to do. Start fighting with me spiritually. Okay. (sighs) I love you all. (laughs) I want you to be so grateful to God for this gift of faith. It's a never ending learning treadmill. Hopefully, yes, we are, we are progressing and we're not just sitting on the treadmill like, you know, the hamster in a wheel. <laughs> but it's a walk. It's a constant walk. And we can't turn the treadmill off. If we do, then we are flying off of the back. We're moving backwards. It's a constant, constant walk. So if you're finding yourself slacking, and you haven't sat with God, and you haven't found some time to pray every day, or are actively delivering the stuff that's going on in your life. Maybe God's bringing that to your eyes so that you can pay attention and do something about it. Childlike learning—it's hard as an adult, but the more we just ask God like a child, right? Ask seek, knock. He's going to show you and he's going to help change you once you realize that you need him in order to do that. Right. I will now stop 35 minutes almost for this podcast. Sorry for being so long. Hopefully it touched your heart, gave you that oomph that you need to fight the fight and stay in today, right where God is. I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.